About a week before the NFL draft, let's take a look at some average draft positions that have caught our eye right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Adam Azer and Dave Richard here looking at some ADP from NFC, high-stakes fantasy football players, what they're doing uh, in the last three weeks or so from April 1st through April 20th. Dave, I want to start with Antonio Gibson. I'm just surprised to see him going 17th overall. One spot ahead of DeAndre Swift, then James Robinson, then J.K. Dobbins. Uh, he, he's basically ahead of the pack, except for Jonathan Taylor. Surprised to see him as the second highest drafted. Antonio Gibson, second highest drafted, year two running back, and a mid-round two pick. It's too rich for my blood. I think it's based on projection and not past performance. We saw last year that he averaged 13.7 PPR points per game. It was more like 11 in non-PPR, scored a bunch of touchdowns, wasn't very consistent, and didn't get a ton of targets. I think a lot of factors with Antonio Gibson could go his way in his second season, more experienced, used more in the passing game. Certainly the lead back for Washington is not a bad spot to be in, given that they want that offense to be a little more run-focused than your typical NFL offense. I know Emory Hunt wasn't wasn't super excited about him necessarily. Um, doesn't see him as that kind of bell cow or, he would say, foundational piece. So I'll be interested to see what the Washington football team does. Um, and then there's Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, I thought his ADP really stood out in the last three weeks as well. At 52nd overall, it's not that surprising, but he was pr- kind of phased out. If you look at the last four games of the season, six carries, seven carries, four carries, ten carries, Nick Chubb really took over, and uh, Chubb uh, Hunt was not very reliable at all after Chubb got back. So is he really worth a fifth-round pick in a 12-team league? I'm not sure if he's worth a fifth-round pick. I just think that everybody would take him if it were round six, and so there will be a couple of people that will be open to taking him in round five. And I think part of the bet on Kareem Hunt is that Nick Chubb doesn't last the full season, and there will be... a a few games in the middle of the year where Kareem Hunt will step in and work as a number one fantasy running back. And in those games where he's not being used as a number one fantasy running back, he would still have some number two appeal. It's just like last year. There will be times and there will be games where he'll have some short yardage opportunities where he'll be able to catch a couple of touch, uh, catch a couple of passes. That'll help his PPR value. Not sure if we're going to know when those are coming exactly. So I just, I feel like some people who love Kareem Hunt, they're going to take him in round five. That's what's happening in the NFFC. Okay. And I think that, you know, this is what I want to say. You know, the beginning of the year, he was having really good games with Nick Chubb healthy, but it just was not happening at the end of the year. So we'll have to dedicate some more time, look into that. Chase Edmonds, I know you wanted to talk about him. Now, in the last three weeks, Chase Edmonds is going, I think, 57th overall. So not long after Kareem Hunt, 56th overall. But in the last four days, a little bit after the James Conner signing, he's more like 70th overall. Where do you think Chase Edmonds should be drafted? I think he should go a little bit before 70th overall. I kind of like the the outlook for him, especially in leagues where catches count. Last year, he had 850 total yards. He had 50-plus catches. And James Conner, like, I, I don't see it. I don't see James Conner as being a massive threat to Chase Edmonds. Now, maybe they draft another running back. That would obviously change things, and that would make 70th overall look too rich. But I think that Edmonds does have potential if it's just him and Connor behind an improved offensive line in an offense that's still going to have Kyler Murray take touchdowns away. I, and that's going to be the issue with Edmonds is touchdowns. I still think he can get you over a thousand total yards. I think he can get you 50 plus catches. I think round five or round six is going to be okay for Edmonds if the Cardinals do not add to their backfield stable. 
People were really excited about Mark Andrews last year, taking him round four, if you were lucky enough to get him in round five. He could have gone anywhere, I guess, from rounds three to five. Right now, Mark Andrews, 64th overall. So that is about mid-round six. Is that a steal? I think that's pretty good value. And and this is probably going to be the fourth tight end off the board on draft day. I don't see TJ Hawkinson overtaking him or Dallas Goddard overtaking him. And I don't think Kyle Pitts is going to overtake him, but I do think Mark Andrews has given us some good touchdown production over the past couple of seasons. Last year was a dud. The year before was great. I know Sammy Watkins is there now. Yeah, he could take some targets away, but I think that Mark Andrews is just a big red zone threat that the Ravens like to lean on when they choose to actually throw the football. I think he's fine right here. Cool. Those are some ADPs that caught our eye. Make sure you uh, listen to Fantasy Football Today, the full-length show. Follow it and stream it in Spotify. Listen wherever you, you listen to podcasts. For Dave Richard, I'm Adam Azer. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today in 5.